This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. I've got my hosts, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova, with me today. Lots to talk about on today's program. An app from Samsung to help autism. We'll actually be speaking with Silken Lauman, the Olympic champion rower, uh, about how she's using it uh, with uh, her stepdaughter. Also, do you hate filling out those declaration forms uh, when you're uh, traveling on the planes? I know I can never find a pen, Graham. <laughs> but now there's hope. There's an app. There's an app or a few apps for that. Also, uh, as usual, we'll be doing the uh, Hot 5. This week it's the Hot 5 document apps. And uh, we'll be finding out what's streaming uh, online on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. A lot of uh, news uh, this uh, week. Uh, something that really caught my eye, Graham, was uh, Walmart. They have a new Scan and Go app where you can actually, uh, at participating Walmarts, you can actually scan your, your products, your groceries, as you're shopping, as you're putting them into your shopping cart. Yeah, so the idea here is that you have the opportunity to cut your time down at the checkout. So you still got to go through the checkout. This isn't like Apple's uh, Apple Store app, which you can scan things and basically walk out without talking to anyone. That's kind of a cool feature. Oh my God, I love that app. Right? That is so cool. Like yeah. seriously, you walk into an Apple Store, as long as you have the Apple Store app, I can grab a case off the wall, scan it, and it'll just ding it off my 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 Apple account, my iTunes account. Yeah, any, anything that doesn't have a serial number. If it's got a serial number, you've actually got to talk to somebody, but anything without a serial oh, number, you can watch through. humans. Got to talk to humans. <laughs> but, but this, this but, app is kind of cool, right? You can kind of scan as you go along. And then it's a little bit like the exit process at Costco, where you sort of walk up, somebody kind of checks all the stuff that you've got, and then you're done. You know, you, you pay and go. This, yeah, and we've talked about this before, uh, Graham, just how automation is changing our world and jobs. Like in 10 years... Uh, you got to know that a lot of retailers, especially grocery stores, convenience stores, will let you check out on your own without having to deal with the cashier. That that is literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of jobs. Yeah. And I mean, the challenge here is, do you then just automate those jobs away or do you take that money and reinvest it back into better customer service inside the store? Because <laughs> I've got to tell you, I've wandered around many a supermarket looking up at the, the titles at the top of the aisle going, I have no idea where to find, you know, salsa. And of course, there's always an aisle that I've missed that has, you know, Mexican food in it. Well, having that person, you know, at every other aisle might actually be a better use of their resources. That's the dream, right? Yeah. Uh, this was an interesting one. Apple Pay, that's uh, for the iPhone users. You can uh, input your credit cards and debit cards into your, your phone. Uh, I think iPhone 6 and up, right? Yes. Uh, they are accounting for a huge amount of all the mobile pays transactions out there. Yeah. So this is actually growing much faster than uh, any other segment of payments in the market. So this is growing faster than PayPal grew. Um, and I've actually, it was just actually this this past week where I made an online purchase that using Apple Pay that I, I made a purchase on my browser and it sent it to my watch for authentication. And I just tapped a button on my watch to say yes. And because it had my address on file, it had my credit card on file, literally all I had to do was say, add to cart, pay for it, done. There was no you know, put your CVV number in. There was no uh, check which address it wants to go to. The whole process was absolutely seamless. So you can see, I think, why a lot of people are enthusiastic about Apple Pay, not just on the web, but in stores as well. It's super fast. What is this saying, though, about like Android Pay? I think it says that Android Pay is, uh, they haven't done as good of a marketing job. Um, I mean, Android Pay and Samsung Pay, they work 
Fairly similarly, uh, Samsung Pay uh, got a bit of an upgrade. Uh, it used to be uh, not as secure as uh, Android Pay and Apple Pay, but it's better now. So I think it's really a marketing difference between the three. If you've got Android, you should try it. It's good. It works. Well, uh, let's uh, switch gears here and uh, talk about an iPhone. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. What do you got, Graham? So this week's iPhone tip of the week is teaching Siri how to pronounce someone's name properly. Oh my God. This happens a lot. Okay, I need to know this. So when Siri is mispronouncing the name of one of your contacts, you can start by asking Siri to show you that contact. So you can say, hey hey Siri, show me the contact for Mike Egerbo which Siri's about to do on my phone right now. So she'll bring that card up and she'll say the name for you. Now, if she's mispronounced it, you can tap the Siri button again and say, you pronounced it wrong. And she'll ask you to pronounce the name. After she listens to you, she's going to give you a string of options. Usually there's between three and five that you can listen to that should match what you've just said. If she hasn't got it right, you can say you've pronounced it wrong again and try to convince her one more time this is how it's pronounced. You'll do that for the first name, you'll do that for the last name, and that is it. You'll actually be able to teach Siri how to pronounce some of those really strange and interesting names out there. So now you can ask Siri to text or call that person by name and she will get it right, or he will get it right, depending on your Siri. So that's this week's iPhone tip of the week, correcting Siri's pronunciation. Love it. You're listening to The App Show. When we come back from the break, there's so much more to talk about, so many more apps. We're going to be chatting with Silken Lauman, Olympic champion, about uh, Samsung's new autism app that they are partnering with. Also, uh, don't worry about those declaration cards anymore on the airplane. There's an app for that. You can save time, paper, and not have to scramble around for that pen. Stay tuned. Lots more to talk about on today's app show, including what's streaming this week and the Hot 5. The Hot 5 this week is Hot 5 document apps. We'll also be uh, finding out how we can get through the customs line a little bit faster for Canada and the U.S. We want to stay tuned for that. But right now I uh, want to chat with a uh, Olympic hero, uh, Silicon Lauman. She's uh, working with the Samsung Canada folks on a fantastic autism uh, app that can help uh, a lot of people out there. So on the line right now, we have a well-known Canadian Olympian, Silken Lauman, uh, to talk about the new Samsung Look at Me campaign. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Can you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about the, the campaign itself and how they're working uh, with uh, children with autism? Yeah, so I have a I have a stepdaughter who's um, in her early 20s, and um, she has severe autism, and so when Samsung approached me uh, a few months ago about um, being part of their Look At Me campaign and also their uh, Learn the Love Spectrum campaign, I was like, okay, this is a great fit because I really had to learn so much about autism and the misconceptions out there about how, you know, children with autism can't form meaningful relationships with others. And I learned all those things firsthand and uh, also to speak about um, the connection um, and how technology is being used uh, in the world of autism uh, to help children communicate uh, their ideas. And I don't know if you have somebody in your life who has autism, but one thing that a lot of people with autism are challenged by is uh, the ability to look somebody right in the eye, which obviously is a really important part of social communication. And so the app. Um, teaches children uh, how to um, recognize faces and um, look people in the eye. It tracks where the kids' eyes are looking and um, gives them a number of rewards as they advance through the program. Very, very cool. And how long have you been involved with this? 
Well, we've been using the app for several months now, and um, the campaign, um, which is, is 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 kind of part of this whole thing, which is is called Learn um, uh, the Love Language, right? So, um, Learn the Love Spectrum is uh, a campaign that we just launched that really speaks to this idea of, you know, children with autism feel love and feel emotion in all the same ways that other kids do. They just express it differently. And so it's a celebration of the different ways that children with autism um, express love to their parents and to their siblings and their friends. And what's your experience been like? How, how have you found it? Well, it's often not, you know, not by saying I love you. Like our daughter will, you know, we'll be reading a book together and she'll just look at me in a certain way or touch my cheek um, you know, we'll be sitting side by side and she'll pass me the toy that she's playing with. So it's it's different than that saying actual words, I love you a lot of the time. Um, it might not be that, you know, when you when you have somebody in your life who has autism, you might not get all the cuddles and the hugs and the I love you's that you might get from, um, you know, your other child who's eight or nine. Um, so you, you have to look in different ways for the signs and for those like nuanced behaviors that are showing you as a parent that, you know your parent, your your child's invested. Your 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 child is feeling all these things, and and so, you know, one of the things that is so sad um, in our in our world about people with autism is they, many of them feel socially isolated, and that you know it's hard enough having autism, but really hard to then also feel like you're not able to connect with um, other people, um, not not just because maybe it's hard for you to have language, but because other people have these misconceptions about you because you have autism. And anyone can download this app? Yeah, it's free. You can just Google it. Uh, just look, Google, look at me, and you can download it. And uh, as I said, it's progressive. So as as your child is on it, they get better, and uh, they keep moving up in levels the way you would in any kind of video game. And I just want to quickly uh, talk about the tablets that uh, Samsung uh, is donating. I believe 500 of them preloaded with the Look at Me app. Yeah, absolutely. So there's two ways of getting the app or, and uh, 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 putting your name forward um, for uh, a tablet. And one is to go to Samsung Canada and uh, and look um, uh, up at the Look at Me app, or you can go to Autism Speaks website. We're speaking with uh, Silken Lauman, uh, a well-known Canadian Olympian, about the Samsung Look at Me campaign, uh, a great app that's uh, available called the Look at Me app for families. Uh, uh, to uh, help communicate with uh, autistic children. I want to thank you for joining uh, us on the show today, Sultan. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks for uh, having us on. Switching gears, do you hate filling out those little paper declaration forms when you're either going through the uh, Canadian or the U.S. Uh, customs right after you get off a flight? Well, there might be a little relief in hand. On the line, we've got our friend Eric Emmon-Wood from IT World Canada. Thanks for joining us, Eric. Thanks for having me, Mike. Let's uh, talk about this new app and, and hopefully an app to make our life a little bit easier when we're going through security. Uh, it's actually a bit infuriated. The app is not as new as we would like to think. It um, was released on March 20th, apparently, but we don't, recall, we don't recall reading anything about it. We cannot find anything on our sites. Uh, Google searches almost entirely turn up material from the government. It is officially still in beta, so I'm guessing that's why they don't want to advertise it. But I didn't learn about it until my 
recent trip to Las Vegas, which would have been my sixth time on a plane this year, uh, coming back home to Toronto after crossing the border. I, I guess they're working the kinks out. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, but it uh, it works seamlessly if you, and I hate using that word, but uh, once you know about it, once you download it, it is a very simple app to use, and I am absolutely shocked that it is not more popular. Um, what uh, we found about it totally by accident, I was on a WestJet flight, and usually I take Air Canada. Our, I, I'm guessing you'd be familiar with this too, of course. One hour before your flight lands, they always start handing out the declaration cards. You're having to fumble for a pen or ask the person next to you for one. And it gets a bit tedious because they always ask for the same information. Um, they always ask what you have to declare. And I think 99% of us don't really come back with much of anything. But uh, it's it's a ritual that you have to go through, and then the paper ends up getting passed through multiple uh, staff members. So you can imagine how much people would love to replace that with their mobile device. I can just imagine um, how much paper they're going to be replacing with this. Yeah. I mean, you're going to save thousands of trees a year now just by not having to <laughs> have people fill out these cards. Have so, you had a chance to use it? So um, I was able to use it for the first time when I was touching down. Um, it uh, <laughs> They didn't tell us about it. That's the, This is what I find odd. So what happened on the WestJet flight back, uh, nobody said anything. It was just suddenly we were, everyone was told to put their seats up, put the tray tables down, no cards had been passed out, and me and I was sitting with uh, four women who had recently been attending a, um, a real estate conference together. So all of us were asking each other, why was there no declaration cards sent out? Did we miss them? Did And so we asked our steward for it, and he said, oh, they don't pass them out anymore unless you ask. And so... We asked if we could have it, but he said, oh, no, it's uh, so much easier to use the app. But we didn't know about the app. And, of course, at that point, we're in flight mode, so we couldn't download the app. So we all filled out declaration cards, but after landing, uh, you were once again able to connect. And so we did download it. I can't speak for my companions, but I was able to use the app. And it basically boils down to once you create your, um, once you create your account, you're just given a, a single questionnaire. Uh, you know, are you bringing in? Uh, are you bringing in food? Or have you been in contact with livestock? Are you uh, bringing in fruits or vegetables? And of course, the answer to most of the stuff is no. And then at the bottom, well, do you have anything to declare that was given gifts? So this time around, I had gotten a free hoodie. I got uh, something to charge my cell phone with. So I put down, I, th I think, $80. But you have to, as long as it's less than 10000 I think, you're not charged anything on it. So it's, and that was it. It took 30 seconds. And then once I was at a kiosk, all I had to do was hold up a QR code to the, um, to the uh, uh, scanning device. And that was it. I went through. We're talking with Eric Emmon Wood from IT World Canada. I guess you saved some trees. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you did. 
about the new uh, e-declaration app from uh, the Canadian government when you're uh, going through the uh, the airport uh, customs uh, line. You don't have to fill out the little paper anymore. You can uh, do it through an app. Thanks for joining us today, Eric. Thanks for having me, Mike. Let's throw out a little love now to our Android listeners. Android tip of the week. Make the most of your Android smartphone. On the line, we have Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup, a fantastic website. If you haven't checked it out before and you're into the whole mobile world, it is the best place to go. Thanks for joining us, Rose. Thanks very much for having me. What do you got for us this week? So a lot of people know that Apple has this feature called Live Photos that captures a little bit of video before you actually hit the button to take a picture. And it produces this kind of cool moment in time. But what people might not know is that Samsung actually has a similar feature. It's called Motion Photo. And it does the same thing. It grabs a little a chunk of time and can be exported as a video file, which you could even then turn into a GIF. And you can access it by heading to the camera app, tapping the settings icon, and then in the list, you'll see a, an option for motion photo. When you turn it on, anytime you capture a photo, your phone will record a couple of seconds of video leading up to the shutter button being pressed. I love that feature. Uh, I use an iPhone a lot, and uh, the live photos are, are super cool, like little three-second videos. So kind of cool that uh, Samsung uh, phone users can uh, check that out as well. Absolutely. That was Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup, a fantastic website for uh, all your mobile news tips and tricks. When we come back from the break, the Hot 5 apps this week, the Hot 5 document apps, and of course, what's streaming on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. Stay tuned here on The App Show. You are back with The App Show. Still lots to talk about on today's program, including what's streaming this week online on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. Also, uh, we're going to do a travel app of the week. Of course, uh, the streaming and crazy apps of the week coming up as well. Right now, you know, we want to... Cover uh, the Hot 5. That's always one of my favorite uh, parts of the show. And here we go. The weekly app, Hot 5. This week, it's Hot 5 document apps. This sounds like a bundle of fun. (laughs) Christina, tell us what we're looking at here for number five. Number five is Documents by Readle. This is an iOS app, and it's free, and it's a great file manager that allows you to access files in Dropbox, Google Drive, OneDrive, and all those other services. All from one app. You don't have to go to all the separate ones. That's right. Number four, we're talking about the Hot 5 document apps this week. iScanner by BP Mobile. This one is available on both Android and iOS, but you will have to pay a bit for this one. It's $4.99. But it scans physical documents with incredible precision, and you can edit an email and print those documents right from the app. I wonder how good this one is compared to uh, the new uh, document scanner uh, in iOS. Have you tried the document scanner yet, Graham? I have, yeah. And actually, I've found it to be quite good. Um, it's almost as good as Scanner Pro, I think. Um, and the fact that it's free and it's built in is kind of a really cool feature. Talking about the Hot 5 document apps, number three. Microsoft Word. An oldie but goodie. Yes, you can't go wrong with this one. And so this is available in Android and iOS. And and why would I want to use this? Well, because it's compatible with all of those other people using the Word products across different devices. Personally, I'm holding out for WordPerfect for iOS. It's coming (laughs) soon, right? (laughs) Totally. 
They might they might even have it. We'd have to check that. <laughs> but uh, Microsoft Word uh, free. That's right. What's the catch? To use some of the advanced features, you have to have an Office 365 subscription. There you go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft still making uh, making money. Talking about the hot five document apps, number two. Google Drive. This one is available on both platforms and it's free. And it's actually a great thing if you use any of uh, the Google uh, tools like Gmail, um, Google Docs, Google Sheets, et cetera, et cetera. So this is is, uh, like cloud storage. That's right. It keeps everything together. It's fantastic. But does that also include like um, uh, Google Docs and, and everything? Yep. That's what I meant. I hate I hate Google Docs. <laughs> yeah, get over it. <laughs> get over it. I know everyone at work use, uses them all the time, and I'm just, I'm confused all the time. Because they're easy to share. Well, can't you share Word documents? Uh, you can email Word documents. Well, no, no. So hang on. You can, you can collaborate with, again, you need to have an Office 365 subscription, but you can collaborate in real time on Word documents. See, but this is the problem, because you have to have an Office 365 subscription, and not everyone does, whereas Google Docs is free for everybody, so everyone can access it. I think I've got to get involved in the Hot 5 rating here, because I wouldn't have put Google Drive at number two. <laughs> Office 365. I think there's a there's a benefit to, to having the subscription. You keep the unwashed masses out of your documents, really. It's a <laughs> let them eat cake sort of moment. It's, yeah. Okay, number one. Cam Scanner. This is available on Android and iOS, and it's free. And it actually is another document scanner. Um, again, very precise, but it lets you annotate scanned documents, which is great. So why would I want this one over the eye scanner? Uh, Why would you want this one? Uh, Like I said, you can annotate documents, but you can also password protect your important documents. Um, And it says that it can even analyze whiteboards, blackboards, business cards, and credentials. And I guess the best part, it's free. That is the best part. It's always the best part. Well, we've got a lot more to talk about on today's program. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about uh, the hot streaming app of the week and what's streaming on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. Some really cool movies and TV programs uh, coming out. You'll want to stay tuned for that. And, of course, later on, uh, the travel app of the week for all the travelers out there. Stay tuned. You're back with The App Show. Still lots more to talk about on today's program, including what's streaming. But before we get to that, Graham, what's the streaming app of the week? This week's streaming app of the week is Sundance Now, an app that features films, documentaries, and TV series. It's available for iOS and for Android. And you can also stream through their website as well. So there starts with a seven-day free trial, so you can get a sampling of what's on uh, Sundance Now. But there is a monthly fee of $6.50 Canadian if you do want to continue after that. On the service, you'll find some pretty cool Sundance exclusives in the way of movies. There's a very cool documentary on Joy Division. Uh, there's a number of Sundance original series, such as Public Enemy and The Bureau. Uh, there's also a fun one called Travel Man, which is a follow-up to a series called Gadget Man, about travel and gadgets, respectively. And if you're looking for content and volume, this is not where you're going to find it, but it definitely is more about quality over quantity, and the Sundance stuff is pretty awesome. So that's this week's streaming app of the week, Sundance Now. For Android and iOS. Let's see what's streaming on some of the other services out there. Streaming this week. Hmm. What do we got, uh, Christina? We have Netflix coming up first, and the first one is Godzilla. Godzilla. 
You are not fooling anybody when you say that what happened was a natural disaster. You're lying. It was not an earthquake. It wasn't a typhoon. No, it was Godzilla. This was the, uh, I guess, I, how many times have they remade this one? <laughs> More times than I can count, and I'm happy every time they do. This one was pretty good. It was, uh, what's the guy's name? Brian again? Cranston. Uh, Brian Cranston in it, the the director who directed uh, Star Wars Rogue One, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. Yes. He, I thought he did a good job with this. This was a fun film. I mean, it, it was better than the Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Yeah, um, that one kind of sucked. And I mean, seeing Walter White take on Godzilla was definitely a lot of fun. So I, I'd say give this one a watch. If, you, if, it's, if you've got time, put it on your list. If you need to kill several hours re-watching Godzilla. You can never have too much Godzilla. What do we got next here on Netflix? Friday the 13th, parts four through seven. This is the one. You've been waiting for. Yes. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions are. No, you're not listening to me! The one you've been (laughs) asking for. Hey, Tina, isn't this the way they wear their jackets back in the mental hospital? (laughs) Concentrate. Concentrate, Tina! The one you've been dying for. You people give me the creeps. Oh, and that was the end of her. Uh, I never liked these movies, but Halloween is coming up, so I imagine a lot of people might be tuning into this. This is just a lot of Friday the 13th, 4 through 7. It's a lot of hours spent on this. We did have a Friday the 13th this month, so really it's kind of appropriate. (laughs) What do we got else on uh, Netflix? (laughs) Uh, Joan Didion, The Center Will Not Hold. My first notebook was given to me by my mother with the suggestion that I amuse myself by writing down my thoughts. I didn't have any real clear picture of how to do it, but I do remember having a very clear sense that I wanted this to continue. Okay, I have no idea who Joan Didion is. Uh, This is a documentary. Can you tell us a little bit about it, Christina? Uh, So Joan Didion is an American author and essayist. Uh, She explored a lot of um, topics Uh, pertaining to the disintegration of American morals and cultural chaos. Um, So, yeah, interesting. Um, If you've heard of her books, she wrote things like Slouching Towards Bethlehem, which I read and was fantastic, The Year of Magical Thinking. Um, So for all those literary buffs out there, you might be interested in this one. This is the least smart I've felt in a while. I know. I'm like, Godzilla, awesome. (laughs) Let's, let's, what else? Some of our audience might read books. I'm just saying. I'm sure a lot too. Uh, what else? <laughs> what else we got here on Netflix? Life in Pieces season two. Two 18 year olds getting married is a huge mistake. There's no reason for them to be married. There is a big reason. And it's getting bigger every day. Oh my God, we're in love. <laughs> Why would you phrase it like that? You can't tell us what to do anymore, Mom. We're adults now. If you'll excuse us, we have to go meet our friends at the food court. I have not seen this this show, but it looks kind of funny. Yes, I actually saw season one, uh, and it was interesting, their approach. Uh, so the reason it's called Life in Pieces is because um, each storyline comes in little pieces um, and from different perspectives. I'm, I'm going to check that one out. Yeah. It looks good. Okay, this is what everyone has been waiting for. Stranger Things 2. On Halloween night, Will's a... Uh sort of shadow 
Maybe all of this is happening for a reason. Oh, it's it's happening for a reason. Stranger Things second season. The first season took me by such surprise, uh, I believe, last summer, and I thought it was amazing. Absolutely fantastic and such a celebration of the 80s, which truly was the greatest time in the last uh, last century. It was the greatest generation. It really was. Well, maybe not. Brought us the Nintendo Entertainment Console. Yes. Right? And Stranger Things, although it wasn't made in the 80s. No. Let's move on. Uh, What do we have uh, on Crave TV? A little light this week. We just have Master Chef Season 8. I can't leave here without being the next Master Chef. I'm here to win. There's no other option. Welcome to the one and only... Master Chef Kitchen. Yeah, baby! You are the top home cooks in all of America. America's next Master Chef is standing in front of us right now. And you can watch it on, uh, what is it, Crave TV? That's right. So hang on, I, I, I have to ask, can we talk about Star Trek? No. Oh Stop. my goodness. God. But it's so good. Stop talking about Star Trek. <laughs> We're going to uh, finally uh, check out uh, Amazon Prime. They've got uh, a big movie. Arrival. Landing, there's still no signs of first contact. The objects measure at least 1,500 feet tall. Mama, what's going to happen? I don't know. More objects like this have landed around the world. Dr. Banks. I'm Colonel G.T. Weber. You're on the top. Everyone's on this when it comes to translations. I have something I need you to translate for me. This was an awesome movie, uh, directed by the, I f- keep forgetting his name. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. The uh, French-Canadian director who's recently done Blade Runner 2049, which I still have to see in the theaters. But this movie, I thought, was fantastic. Yeah, we actually had this one release on Netflix uh, several weeks ago. So we talked about it then, and I went out and watched it right after because I hadn't seen it. And I really enjoyed it. Not bad, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all we have for the uh, the new releases. Uh, again, I think the big one uh, that a lot of people have been waiting for, Stranger Things, uh, that is released on October 27th for the folks out there uh, wondering. And you can binge watch the whole season when it comes out. Unlike Star Trek, which I have to wait every week and talk to you about, and you don't want to talk about on the radio. <sighs> we can talk about your Halloween costume. What are you going as this year, Graham? I'm going as a red shirt from Star Trek. <laughs> you do that every year. No, you went as an Andorian one year. I did. I was a little blue. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite the surprise on Facebook. Why do I hang out with you guys? You're paid to. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is the only reason, to be honest. Fair enough. Okay, we're going to uh, switch gears now. Crazy app of the week. What have we got? GeoGuessr. GeoGuessr. I'm uh, I'm guessing you have to guess locations. That's right. So it will show you a random photo from Google Street View, and you have to guess that location only using the... the clues in the photo. And do you play other people or you play against the computer? I guess you can do both. You can do both. And so it just picks random Google Street View. <laughs> like That's that, right. That could be anywhere in the I world. I know. It's kind of like, do you remember where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Yes. But without the clues. <laughs> <laughs> this, this sounds like it'd be next to impossible. Well, I don't know, based on like the language on street signs and the way things are spelled, like even here um, in Canada, we use use and things like color or whatever, um, whereas they don't in the States. So even subtle things like that can help so you along. If there's a giraffe going by, I'm in Kenya. It, you could very well be, yes. <laughs> Although I'm pretty sure giraffes don't 
only exist in Kenya. Again, it's called GeoGuessr. And that's the crazy app of the week available on iOS and it's free. Don't forget to hit our websites, theappshowradio.com. Is it the app show or app show radio? Just app show radio. App show radio.com. Links right to our Facebook page where you can interact with us. Tell us what you like, what apps you'd like to hear on the program, and uh, and tell us uh, what you think of some of the ones we've covered as well. Can well, I ask you a question, Mike? Yes. Are you ever going to get that URL right? One day. Okay. Appshowradio.com. I got it right. There it is. <laughs> Appshowradio.com. Victory. Appshowradio.com. When we come back, travel app of the week for all the travelers out there. Stay tuned. You are back with The App Show. Thanks for tuning in. We talk about all the latest and greatest apps for smartphones, tablets, and smart TVs. Don't forget to uh, listen to our companion show, Get Connected, which is kind of more of a, a general program about all the tech in our lives, connected homes, even smartphones, uh, computers, digital cameras, streaming music, all that and more. It airs on the Chorus Radio Network uh, and right here on CKNW 980, Saturdays at 10 a.m., Christina, what is the travel app of the week? The travel app of the week is Mobile Passport. This is kind of like e-declaration, isn't it? That's right. It lets you submit your customs declarations and passport information through the app rather than having to do it physically at participating U.S. airports. This is handy because I hate filling out those cards. Yes, this will speed you right through because it takes the manual side of that process away. This is a, a great time, uh, I, I guess, uh, in society right now. We can actually uh, free ourselves up from a lot of these tedious tasks with these types of uh, apps. Uh, I actually saw this when I was traveling down to the U.S. I, I'm lucky because I have Nexus, so I don't even need to do this particular app. But if you don't, uh, this, uh, the mobile passport for the U.S. and the e-declaration on the Canadian side, definitely a must-have because now you don't have to worry about finding that stupid pen on the airplane anymore so you can fill out a, a form. Personally, I mean, I've got Nexus, so it's it's been something that I've been used to in a lot of places. Being able to do this in more places with my mobile phone, I think, is a really handy feature. So we got a little bit of uh, time left. You got another travel app for us, Christina? We have Hotel Tonight, which is available for both iOS and Android. Uh, and this one actually lets you cash in on deals on hotel rooms that haven't been booked. So obviously, you are booking a hotel room for tonight, as the name would imply. Um, but it's also great if something happens uh, with your travel plans, like if you get delayed and you need a hotel for this evening, you know, that can be difficult to navigate where as this app lets you do it all in under 10 seconds using the app. Aren't there a lot of apps like this now, like Priceline and, and what have you, that kind of, you know, last minute hotel deals? Yes, there are several of them, but this one makes that process that much easier. I've used Hotwire in the past. and That's been kind of cool, but you never get to see the actual hotel that you're booking until you're like, until you've actually already booked it. So I kind of like this idea. I mean, this is the way that I love to travel is go places, don't really have a plan, get there. And being able to find a great deal in a hotel is actually, that's, this is a really cool feature for me. I, I, I like the idea. Especially if you're one of those travelers who flies by the seat of their pants, like you're moving from city to city, uh, you know, on the fly. Oh, so this is for fugitives. <laughs> no, no. I've traveled that way through Thailand where okay. you're just, you know, what are we doing today? Okay, maybe we'll go to this other place. Incidentally, there are three warrants for her arrest in Thailand. So <laughs> you might be onto something there, Mike. Don't on, ask too many questions, Graham. On that note, that's all the time we have left for the app show. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Mike Agarbo, your host. And uh, again, thanking... Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova, my co-hosts and producers. We'll see you again next time.
You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.